0: Wow, God is so good. We've got a great morning. He is with us today. You can feel, I can feel God's presence and just a smile upon every person here today. And you might be thinking, oh, you know, that's not me. That's you. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter whether it's your first time here. God loves you. So uh, Happy New Year, everyone. God bless you. Well, you know what? We are going to... Pastor John and Danielle are on holidays at the moment, our senior ministers. We love them. They're amazing. I love their leadership. I love their vision for our church. Now, last year, uh, we filmed, a, uh, it's called Dreaming of the Decade. Pastor John had a, has and Pastor Dan have a vision for our church for the decade. And I'd just love to show that right now uh, we're going to, and, and the band can leave as well, I guess. Thank you. I see our church in a season of revival, a powerful move of God with radical salvations, healings and young people being apprehended for the call of God. I see extraordinary momentum with a thousand people being saved in a year and increasing until one day we see a thousand people saved across a weekend. I see us being a leadership factory, training, raising up and empowering leaders who are brilliant disciple makers. There is a multiplication of leaders of all ages who are gripped by a strong and unshakable call of God which causes them to lay down their lives for the gospel. I see us established in our new premises on Power Road. It is a landmark facility. This will be a demonstration of God's power, a result of a series of miracles that echoes all around the nations. The Lord will be glorified for doing exceedingly, abundantly above All we ask for faith. I see new church locations starting with Melbourne in 2020. We are believing for five new church plants over the course of the decade. I see these locations supernaturally in their own buildings because we first broke through on the Sunshine Coast. I see our church filled with influencers and entrepreneurs. Innovative, cutting-edge, marketplace leaders who excel in every sphere of society. Government, media, sport, entertainment, education, business, and more. Entrepreneurs who set the standard for business excellence, leadership, and wealth creation. I see our church consistently experiencing powerful healings. There is a breakthrough anointing on our church. People get healed in their seats. During worship and watching online. People are flying in to be at our services because they've heard miracles are happening at C3 Powerhouse. I see us being known for kindness in our community. Our reputation is for generosity, compassion... And practical help for those who are in need. I see us a haven of love, hope and acceptance for all. Radiating God's love into our community and beyond. Isn't that amazing? That's a dream for the decade for our church. And you're a part of that. And if you're not a part of that, you can become a part of that, which is Fantastic. I love that. It's so appropriate that we're doing dreams and visions, but we see the vision and the dream of our pastors for our church. And you you saw like Russell was on there, the businessman happening. Like, you know, there's quite a few people in this room that were on there because we want you to know that whatever we are talking about, we want for each and every person here. What God can do for one, God can do for everyone. Cool? So we, we are doing dreams and visions, and uh, I wanna start with a dream, actually, but not my dream, a dream that Rita O'Donnell had. Rita O'Donnell just recently joined our church and she did an Alpha course, and during uh, Alpha, she talked about a dream. Her mum had passed away a few months before, and she, she had a dream about her mum that her mum was telling her about heaven, about how everyone goes into a room for a life review, and that you get the understanding of what the other person was feeling when you had disagreements with them. The next morning, Rita's aunt phoned her, that's her mother's sister, phoned her, and before she could tell her about her dream, her aunt started telling her she had a dream. She said that, you know, your mother came to me last night She was trying to tell me about heaven, but I just couldn't hear her. Months later, Rita was talking to one of her brothers about the dream. He looked at her with with his eyes wide open. He told her that he and his daughter, they'd both had dreams about their mother telling them about heaven. Isn't that incredible? God can speak through dreams. See, not only did that dream give her comfort, it led her on a journey to find God. She came along to church. She did our Alpha course uh, about a journey in Christianity. She got water baptized at the last water baptisms last year. So this is what God can do with a dream. He can speak to you through dreams, they're a way of God communicating his heart, his mind, his thoughts, his love for you, his concerns, his warnings, his direction, and his plan and purpose for your life. This is dreams while we were asleep that I'm actually gonna be talking about. Dreams can help us to process information, to deal with stress, struggles, and to problem solve. In Joel two twenty-eight, it says, "'I will pour out my Spirit upon all people.'" your sons and daughters will prophesy, your old men will dream dreams, and your young men will see visions. So when there's an outpouring of the Spirit of God, the result of that are dreams and visions. And it's irrelevant to how old you are, what gender you are. It says that, I will pour out my Spirit upon all people. In Job In the Bible, Job was confronted with the reality of God's voice in our lives, whether we hear it or not. In Job 33, 14 to 15, it says, "'For God speaks again and again, "'though people do not recognize it. "'He speaks in dreams, in visions of the night, "'when deep sleep falls on people as they lie in their beds.'" God speaks through dreams. And you don't have to be a Christian, you don't even have to believe in God, uh, for God to give you a dream. He, share, he's, he, he wants to share his thoughts. He wants to share his insight for you because he loves people. So everyone actually does dream. I don't know whether you know that. Like who, who, who has actually had a dream before? Yeah, quite a few people. Who feels that they've had a God dream before? Yeah, still quite a few people. And that's great, that's great. I'm gonna share, uh, like John Paul Jackson who was an American prophet and he was a dream interpreter. Over 40 years, he was an authority in dream interpretation, a Christian dream interpretation. Over 40 years, he interpreted 50,000 dreams and he taught dream inter- interpretation all over the world. I learned about dreams through uh, my mentor. He was mentored by John Paul Jackson. So I'm gonna just share some of the, the most uh, common dreams just a few of them that John Paul Jackson said in their interpretation. A very common dream is a dream about flying. Dreams that involve flying, not in a plane, but flying, you know, whoop, whoop, all by yourself, flying. Depending, depending on the context, they're very, it's a very positive dream. It indicates a high degree of creativity and that you have the ability to rise above circumstances and you're possibly maturing spiritually. So that's flying, that's a very common dream. Another one, teeth falling out. Until two weeks ago, I'd never had a dream about teeth falling out. I don't let you think like, what a weird dream, but do you know it's quite a common dream? So don't panic everybody, it's okay. It's not usually literal, which is thank goodness for that. Wake up with no teeth. Like, like, so this type of dream <laughs> reveals that you need direction. Teeth chew food and they make food useful for your body. Symbolically, teeth chew the word of God so it can be digested and made useful through application. Chewing or thinking about something brings deeper understanding. That's why when teeth come loose or they're falling out, it means that you need direction, you need wisdom or advice. There you go, teeth falling out. Another one, babies or pregnancy. I've heard like Pastor John and Dan, they've been dreaming about pregnancy and babies and lots of people. That's a very common dream as well. Both men and women have this type of dream, and most of the time it's it's not a literal dream, but symbolic. It's referring to a birthing of something new in your life. It could be a new job, a gift, a new gift, creativity, or it could be an invention. But it's usually something new. Another one is taking a test. I've had a lot of these dreams as well. Being in a classroom, taking a test, it often means going through a time of testing and being tried for the purpose of promotion. So those are just a few common dreams. Has anyone had any one of those four dreams? Yeah, well look, they are quite common dreams. I don't know whether you knew what they meant at the time, but most of those dreams do mean something like that. So imagine if you had a dream though, And it contained the answer that you'd been looking for, and you didn't know it. Knowing the meaning of a dream can be life-changing. So we're going to talk a little bit about dreams while you're asleep. So why does God speak in dreams? I think for me, I've dreamt all my life before I became a Christian. But God has spoken to me in dreams, and mainly because He's got my full attention. I am not talking. I am not thinking about something else. I'm asleep. So, you know, he, he, he actually has a, a look in right there. So he used to speak to me a lot more in dreams when I first became a Christian than he does now. Like, I still have dreams. I actually had one this morning. It was a bit of a panic dream, actually. But anyway, we won't talk about that one. <laughs> no. It was just like, I woke up like, whoa. I, actually, I will tell you, this is what happens. Dreams, you can actually process what's going on in your mind. In my dream, the, the alarm woke off, I never, I usually am always awake before an alarm, but I always have an alarm. I woke up with the alarm. Sometimes that's the best way to actually recall your dream because I was right in the middle of it. And in the dream, I'd got on a plane and I was going to preach somewhere and I got off the plane and I didn't have my clothes. I didn't have anything. I mean, I had clothes on there. Come on, people. Like I, but I mean, I didn't, have, I didn't have baggage. I didn't have any baggage with me. I didn't have anything. And I'm, I'm thinking, well, how am I gonna get ready? I need some makeup. Like, who's got some makeup? And there's all these white people, their makeup's just not gonna suit me. And all this sort of stuff, this is all frantically happening in my dream. So I'm in a bit of a panic. I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I'm gonna be late. And then the alarm goes off, I'm like. So at first I'm thinking, am I late? And I'm like, I'm not late. But, but that's what can happen. Like, you, it can process. What's going on in your mind? I know I'm preaching today. I don't wanna be late. I wanna make sure I've got the right clothes on and stuff and don't leave anything behind. (laughs) But that's what happened. Dreams can help you to process things. But most dreams that you dream are about yourself. A lot of time, there might be other people in your dream. It doesn't mean it's about that other person. It's mostly about you. Sometimes other people mean something to you. If I dreamt about uh, Katrina, for example, Katrina is our new people director. I'm probably thinking about new people. If I dreamt about my auntie, my auntie Catherine, like she is so so funny, I'd be thinking, well, it's a good funny thing. Do you understand? Like it's it's what these people represent to you. What someone represents to you. They may represent something different to me. Often Pastor John is in my dream and, and most of the time he represents God to me. God, Pastor John is the head of our church and the, my spiritual head on this earth. So a lot of the time when he's in my dream, he represents God. Like, so there's lots of different, that's just an example of what people can represent. But God can give you dreams uh, So only a small percentage are actually for other people, for family, for the church, for the world at large. And a lot of the time, most of the time you get those dreams, it's to pray about it, not necessarily to share it. So God can give you inspiration, creative inspiration through dreams. Larry Page, the co-founder of Google, he got the uh, inspiration for Google in a dream when he was 23 years old. He, he thought of downloading the whole web, which would later evolve into a rank search engine concept and later on Google. Elias Howe had a nightmare, and in that nightmare, he saw like a spear with a hole at the bottom, and it was the actual, that actual key that helped him to invent the sewing machine. So that was in 1845. He had that dream. He woke up at 4 a.m. in the morning. By 9 a.m., he had created a model of how that would work. So that was before Singer was around, just saying. So he had that in a dream. Guiding you to solve problems. God can guide you in a dream. I've had many times where I've needed answers, whether they've been work or lots of things. How do I work this out where God has given me the how to work it out in a dream? I've woken up and I've known, and I've just thought, I don't I wonder if that will work, and it does. God can give you how to solve things in a dream. He can give you a, a warning uh, about things that need attention in a dream. I talked about Katrina earlier. She's our new people uh, director here at the Sunshine Coast. She, dream- she had a dream about... Something, someone was undermining things in her business. She woke up, and in that, on that day, God revealed to her. She prayed about it. God revealed to her what was happening, and she was able to step in and stop that thing from happening. God can warn you in dreams. He can encourage you in dreams. He can bring peace and courage and confidence uh, in, in dreams. Years ago, or oh, many years ago, probably at least 10 years ago, I had a dream about 20 pairs of black shoes. I mean, I actually am a shoe, I like shoes. Actually, these shoes are black. Look at that. But I had a dream about 20 pairs of black shoes. They were in my wardrobe, so I knew they were my shoes. The only thing I didn't like about these shoes, though, they all had heels like that. Ooh. I know some of you might like wearing heels that high, but... I don't. I prefer to wear jandals. So, you know, nice flat shoes. So they're all in my wardrobe. I'm thinking, I woke up and I think, what are these shoes doing in my wardrobe? So I prayed about it. And God specifically told me, he goes, you know, I'm going to give you uh, areas where you're going to have to wear those shoes. You're going to have to get out of your comfort zone because they were not comfortable. you know, Try and put them on, they were not comfortable. It's going to be uncomfortable, but you're going to get used to it. And I'm going to raise you to a new level. So God has used that dream over many years for me. Whenever I feel like, oh, wow, that's out of my comfort zone, I don't even want to do that. Do not want to do that. God has reminded me of that dream, like, come on, get out of your comfort zone. I'm going to take you to another level. So dreams, I mean, I I see that dream now like as if I just dreamt it. It's that vivid to me, that dream, and God uses that quite often. Dreams can heal. Like uh, Bear Grills, you know, the adventurer, Bear, uh, he had a childhood dream about climbing Mount Everest, but he's like not a dream in his head, he just had a dream as a child about um, climbing Mount Everest, but he had a parachute accident in Zambia and he broke his back in three places, in 1996. And he was afraid to return to skydiving again, but he kept dreaming about falling. And he says that it healed him emotionally. He kept having the same dream, where he, it, that it was okay. He was free falling, that it was okay, that God had him, that he was going to be fine. And it healed him emotionally from that traumatic episode. I mean, he celebrated finishing 18 months of rehabilitation. And he spent the next ninety days climbing Mount Everest, and he was the youngest uh, British person at twenty-three to do that when he did it in nineteen ninety-eight, I think it was. So God heals through dreams. You know, you can have dreams about your calling. We're talking about dreams and visions. God can give you a dream or a vision about your calling. In the Bible, in one Kings, in uh, chapter three, it talks about Solomon. Solomon in a dream was given an offer by God. He was dreaming and God came to him and he said, and he asked Solomon, I ask you what you wish of me. What do you wish of me to give you? God asked him that in a dream. And Solomon chose wisdom. All happened in a dream and God said, well, since you've chosen wisdom, he was so pleased with him. He says that I will give you uh, riches, I will give you wealth, I will give you power and I will give you honor as well. So King Solomon was renowned for his wisdom. He wrote uh, most of the book of Proverbs. He wrote Song of Songs and Ecclesiastes, which are all filled with the wisdom of God. That all happened in a dream. God can give you your call in a dream. Prophecy and revelation. God can show you something that's going to happen in the future and encourage you at at times when it's not actually happening how you thought it was going to happen. Marina Crowder, and I think she's here today, Marina. Oh, there she is, Marina Crowder, uh, one of our Vision Builders leaders with her husband, Dave. She had a dream in 2006. She was 19 years old about a house, a specific house with details, and God would remind her every year in a dream about this house. So she's 19, she's having this dream all the time, doesn't know anything about this house. So uh, when she started dating Dave, her husband now, she told him detail by detail about that house, this, what it looked like. And during their actual house hunting time, when they were looking for a house in 2018, Dave and Felinga, they uh, came across a link on the internet for a house. It was completely out of their uh, budget though. No way could they afford to get this house. But when they went to view the house, because they thought they'd go and have a look at it anyway, because, you know, we do do these things, because it's a dream that God puts in our heart. Standing in the dining area, when she looked, it was like a snapshot of her dream, the dream she had had. This was the house. So it was quite a process, but they actually got that house, the miracle house, in 2018. Isn't that cool? Like, come on, give it up for God. When he puts... A dream in your heart. He means it. He wants it for you. It's not going to drop on you, though. You actually have to walk through the process of a dream or a vision. I mean, they still had to walk through the process of how were they going to get that house? How were they going to get the finances? How were they going to get the right price? They still had to do that. But they knew from the dream that it was God's will and His plan for them. So God can tell you things in dreams. He is so, so good. So online, I hope you were putting your hands up, you know, for dreams. Like right now, actually, online, put your hand up. Well, you know, there's a little hand up emoji. Or you can put, yes, did you have a dream? Have you had dreams? Because I'm going to check them later. That's right. I'm going to get my phone out and check that you actually did this. <laughs> but what can help you interpret dreams? Because that's all fine. You might have had some dreams, but you think, oh, I have no clue. And some of them are so weird. I've had the weirdest dreams that you think, no way. Not, but just let me clarify, not all dreams are from God. There's, there's three different sources of dreams. Like they can come from God. They can come from the devil. And they can come from yourself, your soul, your will. You know that, like I said, sometimes you just are working things out in your dreams. So not all dreams are from God. However, it's through actually taking notice that you will come to know which dreams are. So what can help you? Firstly, you need to write it down. Write it down. You need to write it down. If you're like me, if I hadn't uh, written my dream down this morning, I would have forgotten it by now. I'm not joking. Because once I start thinking, everything just comes and rolls. It's like a train, you know? The train of thought comes and whoop, it just crushes everything else behind it. So I need to write. When I dream, and sometimes I'll wake up at four o'clock in the morning, because most of my dreams come, and I'll wake at four, I will write it down. I, uh, you, can, you can record it on your phone, although I'm hit and miss with that. I, I had a dream last week, and I can hear myself, and then next minute, back to sleep. Exactly. So that might work for you, does not work for me. Online, it might work for you, recording, but up to you. I prefer to write it down. I write. I usually write it down uh, in a little notebook, and then i I've, now I keep my dreams all electronically. It's so that I can search for them because uh, sometimes because not all dreams do apply immediately, but. Sometimes I'll think, oh, I remember that dream and I can search for the word and I'll find that specific dream. So that's why I prefer now to keep it electronically. So write it down and date it. Put a date with it, write your dream down and date it. Uh, The next thing is to pray. What comes out of your spirit is interpreted by the spirit. If God gives you the dream, God is the interpreter. The spirit of God, the Holy Spirit can interpret your dreams as you pray. Sometimes I'll get the interpretation of a dream while I'm actually dreaming it. Sometimes as I wake up, I'll think, "Oh, I think I know what that means. But when I actually start to pray, things start to come together. And I can normally see my dream as I'm praying, like it'll come back to me and things, details that I might've missed when I was writing... Come back and you think, oh, but you know, you don't have to go deep into details when you're writing your dream down. Even if you're just looking at your main points, you don't have to go deep, deep into detail. So, write it down, pray about it, and then uh, apply it. It's up to you. You apply it. You know, God can bring dreams to your remembrance, but they're all about you putting into action what you've received. So that's, that's three things. Write it down, pray, and you apply it. Only the Spirit can interpret. And, and in Proverbs twenty five two, a new King James, uh, it says, it is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the glory of kings to search out a matter. And you might think, why doesn't God just tell me? Why doesn't He just make it plain and make it straight? You see, dreams and visions, although they're, the, they're very much the same, Dreams are mainly symbolic. They're, they're symbols. Like I talked about the shoes. You know, I didn't see like God saying to me, or, oh, you know, it's gonna be uncomfortable out there and step out of your comfort I didn't see that. I saw the shoes. But when you seek things out, when you search things out, he wants you to know, but he wants you to search it out. He wants you to seek it. He wants you to be hungry for his word, for his purpose for you. He wants you to know but He wants you to search Him out. When we seek Him out, when we search Him out, we will know. In Jeremiah 29, 13 it says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. When you seek God with all your heart, you will find Him. You will find the meaning of His dreams. You will find the purpose and the plan that He has for you when you seek Him with all your heart. He speaks, and why I say, you know, things mean different things, the best thing Person to interpret your dreams as yourself and God, because God speaks to you. Uh, how like how you've been educated, where you grew up. He'll take things from your past. He'll take things that mean different things to you. Your culture. Like if I dreamt about a dog. Like often I dream about my dog, Tahi. He's not alive anymore, but I dream about my dog. I know that man, he, he is so loyal, that dog. See, dogs can bring about loyalty or best friend and it can mean that sort of stuff. However, for a person who's been attacked by a dog, a dog may not mean that. Do you understand? So it depends on what you see, on, on what you see. So three things I look at when I'm interpreting a dream and they are. Number one, what is the key feeling or emotion? Do I feel good about it? Do I feel sad about it? Do I feel anxious? Do I feel pumped about it? What, you know, what's the emotion? Is it good? Do I feel like, ooh, a little bit, ugh, Or do I feel angry? I don't know. What, what's the key, I'll look at my key emotion. Uh, what is the key, and the second thing, what is the key action in the dream? What is the main thing that is happening? What is it about? What's the main thing, the number one thing in that dream? And then in what area of your life are you experiencing this feeling or action? So if I take my uh, dream with the black shoes, what was the key emotion? I'm like, ooh, like uncomfortable. Yeah, out of like, yeah, I'm a little bit, ooh, I'm not feeling that great about it. I'm feeling a little bit out of my comfort zone. What's the key action? I mean, they were high and they were shoes. Shoes are made for walking. It's what I'm meant to walk into. So it's just like the main action. It's my, my life that I'm going to walk, like, and God's going to take me to a high level. And ha- what area am I experiencing that in, at the time? In that time, I was thinking about actually stepping into leadership. And you might be here today, and you might be thinking about stepping into leadership. That dream could have been for you. Yeah get out of your comfort zone, people. So that's just it. So that's what I'm thinking. What's my emotion? What's the key action? And what am I experiencing around that area in my life? So you can have all the necessary tools to interpret, but there's no formulas and there's no fixed rules. And you really only need the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is the source of all truth. And we're going to pray a little bit later. I'm going to pray that you will dream, that you, the, the Spirit of God will be poured out upon you. Uh, I talked about how do you know that a dream is from God? It will always line up with the Word of God, always. And it will bring peace to you. Even if the dream makes you feel uncomfortable, there's actually a peace and a truth in it. You will know the truth in it. So visions, like I said before, visions are basically the same, except dreams happen when you're asleep, visions happen when you're awake. And a lot of the time, visions are more literal. You actually see, I had a vision recently of doing Pilates. Now, I've got to tell you, that really, that's, that really popped out of the blue because that was like, that's certainly not me. I don't like the whole sucking it up thing that you do in Pilates, you know, like suck your stomach up, suck this out. You know, there's 5,000 different moves you have to do and and, and all that sort of stuff. I'm thinking like, nah, that's me. That's not me. It's just weird. And see, it didn't come in a time of prayer and it didn't come in a time of worship. Sometimes dreams will come in your quiet, I mean, visions will come in your quiet time, in times of prayer, in times of worship, in conferences, uh, like at home, wherever, but they can interrupt you. I can be watching a movie and I'll get a vision of vi- doing things, like something going on. So anyway, I get this vision of me doing Pilates. Not happy about it. What happened? I just put that on the shelf because I know I have to do something, but I'm like, nah, because it had been raining and it's too hot to ride my bike now. I'm pretty disappointed about that. So so anyway, I have it again. I'm like, no. But, but then I decide to apply it. In, actually, it's been amazing. I quite like it. It's, it's way harder than I thought it was. But anyway, so when we look, God can lead us in everything, everyday thing. He loves you. He loves every little detail about you. He, not just the big things, the little things, everything. He can give you a vision for your life. In Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, it says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Hey, I'm gonna ask the band to come up right now. that will be awesome. But these are the three things, even with visions. I do the same. So what's the first thing we do when we have a dream or a vision? Write it down, put it in the chat, People online, put it in the chat. Write it down. Number one, we write it down. Number two, what do we do? Pray about it. Woo, look at you, Jesse. Pray about it. Top of the class. Jesse, right here, pray about it. And number three, what do we do? Apply it. You apply it. Put that in the chat too, online. I want to see that. We write it down. We pray about it and we apply it. Jesse's all over it down here. I think you're a dreamer, aren't you, Jesse? Yes, he is. Chainsaw Jesse is his nickname, but we'll get to that some other time. (laughs) But right now, I want to pray that you would come to know the plan that God, the vision that God has for you, what He has for you. So I want you to stand to your feet. I want you to think, I want you to just not think, to tell you the truth. As the band play, I just want you to lift your heart, close your eyes, hold out your hands like you're gonna receive something, close your eyes. And I want you to ask God, God, what do you have for me this year? What do you want for me? Tell me one thing that you want for me this year. Right now, I can feel the presence of God coming, touching hearts. For some of you, He wants a house. For some of you, it's a new job. For some of you, it's uni. I see just sparks of things dropping into people's hearts. What do you want for me, God? What do you want for me, God? Come, Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Father, that you would pour out your spirit upon every person right now. I see God giving some of you hope for your relationships. I see joy coming with your children. ideas coming for businesses I see strategies I just got a picture of a chessboard whenever I get that picture God has given you God strategies I see it dropping into your mind online What has God got for you Holy Spirit come pour out your spirit afresh Father I pray for each person here and that's online Lord show them show them your love Father that your love pours into their heart by your spirit show them the plan that you have for them the purposes, the joy even now I see people stepping up into leadership I see people serving on teams I see people getting new jobs I see strategies for income, income streams. I see like rivers. There was one river, then it splits off, and there's different streams. For some of you, you're going to get a new stream of income this year. For some of you, it's going to be more than one stream. Pour it out, Lord. Pour out your spirit. I thank You, Father, that You love every person. I thank You, Lord, for the plans and purposes for 2021. I thank You that You're on it and that You're for them and that You love them. I thank You, Lord, that You'll give them every strategy they need, that You'll empower them, that You will strengthen them, that You'll bring the right people around them, that there'd be joy and there'd be fun in 2021. In Jesus' Name, Amen. Let's give it up for God. He is good. You, Lord, we magnify you. We lift you up. You are good. Amen.